and good evening, America. Good afternoon, Australia. You're back on Radio Tony, and we have a show at the moment called Insight with Michelle Slay. And for those of you listening on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, we have Payo waiting to respond to your comments and questions with website links. Uh, don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe the channel. And if you want any information that you missed today, jump onto RadioTony.com and you will find Michelle's links and all of her information if you miss any of our live chat today. So we've been talking to the gorgeous Michelle, who is an empowered survivor, and she knows the difference between being empowered and just surviving. Michelle was the victim of six rapes and one sexual assault beginning at the age of five. And she has experienced the persecution and the challenges from a permanent uh, work-related injury that she had to work through. She's been stalked and felt powerless and has lost someone close to her due to domestic violence. Michelle now helps people to Stop being at the mercy of their trauma and their triggers. And she is an advocate for change in sexual assault culture. Um, And she has also authored a powerful story called Insight, Up Close and Personal Profile of Sexual Assault for communities and individuals to better identify sexual predators and respond in a more resourceful way to the trauma of sexual assault. Michelle now helps her clients and people that come to her for help to permanently free themselves from trauma, triggers and PTSD. So just a quick reminder that this show today touches on uh, topics of a sensitive nature. Please reach out and talk to someone. I encourage you, uh, particularly if you've been um, a victim of sexual assault, talk to someone who actually understands And I can't recommend Michelle uh, highly enough in terms of what she's walked through, what she's had to heal from, and the value of wisdom that she can give to help you through and get you to the other side. So this is our last show together, unfortunately, but we're going to quickly do a wrap of some of the things that we've discussed over the last five shows. Uh, Before we do that, though, last week we only touched briefly on the judicial system. And we really wanted to go stronger and more in-depth into the judicial system. And I'm going to welcome Michelle and hand over to her because this is an important component of what we've been talking about. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Tony. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Um, Last week we had a very rushed discussion about what I've got here in this book. And one of the sections that I have in here is on court now, I just didn't get a chance, I'm not, I don't think, to tell, to say last time, this is not a memoir. I did, I did no, not want not. to write a memoir. I wanted to write a resource. And so my yes. story is one yes. chapter, right? And so um, I think it's really important that people understand that I've created a safe space inside these pages for people it's to It's an incredibly resource book isn't it Michelle you wrote it as a resource to help people I did I did every question that I've ever asked every question that anyone has ever asked we were just talking before the show Tony about the fact that Mm -hmm. um you know um, trauma counselors and 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 the, the people that we see as a first line 
they can tell us what we might be experiencing, but they don't tell us that we need to grieve because we died. Yes. They don't tell us that. Yes. And they don't tell us that we need, there's a process that we need to go through, that we, we're going to go through, not because um, because we choose you will it, but go through. That we go through and with shock and, and different things. However, what's underlying that is the fact that that something was taken from us and that was our identity. And we've mm. got to try and make sense of that and put that back together. And so many people sort of dive in, get back on the routine, and then they look back years later and just find a pathway that nothing's just, working. Nothing is they like they regret they have regret and that's not okay. We yes. don't want that anymore. Mm. Or yeah, you know. There's a whole range of things that can come out of it, unfortunately. So the book is a safe space with which you can learn, and it's written very simply, very simply. Beautifully written. It's not written for academics. It's written for everyday people. Everyday people. To be able to have the core insights that every one of us, the members of the survivor family, have asked. It's there for you and one of those chapters is of course court because that's one of the things that I find that everybody is confronted with whilst they are still in a state of shock you have to get to medical attention because that's important for you right it is very important for you and then you start getting asked questions do you want to go to court do you want to press charges are you going to be wanting to do this are you going to be wanting to do that a lot of things when you're not really in a position to make decisions. Decisions. Right? The last time round, I knew what I wanted and I was able to make sure I got what I wanted. In the past, yeah. I, I what I wanted, never, I never got there with it for one reason or mm-hmm. another. Um, but the last time round, I was adamant and... What I talk about very strongly in the book and in my chapter on court, and it doesn't matter what legal system you're going through, okay? So we all have different legal systems. You know, the the US, Australia, wherever you're listening, yours might be different to ours. But the key thing that you have to really bear in mind is that it is a process. It is designed to test evidence to make sure that a person does not get, get locked up. At the same time, it is a process, if you use it right, where you can actually become very, very empowered. Unfortunately, mm. a lot of people don't understand what that means. And I was I was sort of I was lucky enough that the last time that I'd been raped, I had been through a process of, of change in, in, in resolving my past. Yes. I had the yes. mindset to enable me to actually um, learn a lot as I went through the process. But also I was able to question and take control at times when other victims are not able to and understand better what's actually happening, right? Because yeah. I've, I've read on so many websites, I have heard from so many people that have said to me, you know, oh, he's out there. He was out there. He was dating again. He was this. He was that. You know, I can't even step outside my door and look at him. Yes. Never, ever take the focus off what is so absolutely 
a priority and absolutely the key important thing that you must focus on, and that is you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he's doing. That is not your responsibility. You are your responsibility. And mm-hmm. taking care of you is absolutely empowering. I can't stress that enough. The minute you focus on him, yeah. you absolutely give away whatever you've got left, whatever he left behind is going to him. You don't, don't let it go it there. Make it for you. Make it for you, right? It's all mm. about you looking after you. Mm. There's a judge, there's a jury. If you get to court, you know, they make decisions. Your job, my job, two things. One, to hold them accountable in terms of society. Number two, to use that process to actually become empowered. Mm. And so if you go into it in the right way with the right mindset and you actually understand the process, and you're in yeah, a position. Yeah, that's a big thing, isn't it, you Michelle? Can make that work for you. Yeah. Um, now, here we we have a long, drawn out process where we do. Um, we do where um, you know they get to go a number of times to court before they even have to plead. In fact, you yes. don't even have to plead until you get to the day of trial and and stand up and then say, "Okay, I'm pleading guilty or not guilty." And that can be 12, 14, 18 or months. 18. Easily, yeah. easily, right? Yeah. So that's a long time. Now you've got a choice. You can use it to focus on him or you can use it. To get ready to and get prepared and heal. Yeah. And to work on you, to work with someone like me who's real focus. Yeah help you be empowered so that when you sit in that that witness box that you actually know where you you have your time and you actually make it count right it's, yeah. it's not now tony knows and she will tell you this it the the verdict does not set you free it doesn't. Uh, just quickly, Michelle, um, in our particular case, uh, it took um, 18 months before it got first mentioned in court. It was another six months before it went. Uh, there was a number of mentions and then it was uh, set for a week-long trial. And right up until the day before, there's you don't know if he's going to plead guilty or not guilty. Most of them, from my experience, plead not guilty because they're encouraged to do that. It's not often that they want to save the victim and the victim's family and loved ones from a trial. And and if they plead guilty, that's exactly what happened. You still get to have your say, but you don't have to go through the trauma of being cross-examined by a barrister on a mission to get his client off. Um, And I wish that I had known about someone like Michelle who could have walked us through and prepared us for what that court process was like, for what it's like to be harangued by a barrister, to have everything that you've said and done called into question, 
to doubt yourself and doubt your memory because you've got someone full-on badgering you with questions and questioning your answers. And it, it really, if you could go into that spot from an empowered position where you knew what was going to happen and how you might react with some counselling and some education from people, um, particularly like Michelle, who's actually done it, that would have been so helpful for us. And just knowing, okay, so your daughter's going to go on the stand. You're not going to be able to be with her. She is going to be upset when she comes off the stand and then you'll have to go straight back on the stand yourself. This is what it's going to be like in there, those sorts of things. And how to temper your emotions. Well, the whole idea is that with the work that I do is, is that those aren't the driving force. You don't, the emotions are aside. Yeah. Yes. I've spoken a little bit about little abs, um, their abs, who um, reached out to me uh, simply because she could not get the police to listen. So she couldn't even get them to charge this Mm -hmm. person um, because, oh, like, we don't know where he is. And she would find out where he was and ring them and they, would take no action. Yes. And this this actually caused more more trauma in her life. And she was yeah. very young 20s. And yeah. um so we did this work together so that we could bridge the gap that we've talked about so that she yes. could actually speak in a way that they could hear her. And then they took that action. And then they actually arrested him. And because of her yeah. ability be able to communicate that bridge back he they actually worked really hard and and he didn't get bail and he had to wait in jail and so when she went to court she said to me after she said she said I I, I was the most empowered thing I've ever experienced in my life that was incredible yes right yeah you can't describe it until it's something you experience and and that's the thing is that she was able to sit and tell her story in a mm-hmm. way that people could hear it and receive yes. it yes. and not be confronted by the trauma that you're experiencing because we yeah. resolve those things. We can't take that rape away. You know, however, we can we can actually give you a dialogue and a way of of functioning where there yes. there is no emotional turmoil that's going to destroy you that they can use against you. Yeah, when you're able and to they do talk and they try to because you've got to think about they it. Do. It's like you've got to be tested. Um, but mm. some some defence attorneys get paid big bucks, right? They so do. They want to win. Yes. And and others do their job because they believe that evidence must be tested. And that is correct. Mm. It must be. Um, I've had a lot of people say to me, oh, really? He pled guilty? Why did he do that? Why, why would someone do that? Guilty. And, 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 I, and I say, well, it's because he couldn't get away with it. And mm. they're like, oh. I said, I had so much evidence he couldn't get away with it. Oh. Yeah. Right. The whole process is very difficult, but if you can use the time for you 
when you and there is quite a substantial box, time. Yep. When you step into that box, you will own it. It will be yours and so will everything that happens. There is a moment in time where the focus transfers from that person's rights to, to you as a witness and what you have to say. Yeah. And once the question leaves the mouth of the defence attorney, it is now mm -hmm. your floor. Terrific. It is now your time. And how mm -hmm. you use that time will determine yeah. how you will walk away. You can walk mm -hmm. away like the labs and be totally and utterly, wow, that I, I, I am proud of myself. I said everything I wanted to say. I said it in a way that people heard it. I could do no more than I did. I respected and myself and I presented something in a way that I feel empowered and proud, right? Yeah. You don't want to walk away thinking, oh, I shouldn't have cried. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. We're coming back to blame, yes. right? Yes. No, no. That is, that is where... Um, I've been writing to a couple of people. We, we have a difficulty in that a lot of people rely on their textbook, yes. right? Now, I've, I've studied their textbook and I can rely on their textbook, but I also know firsthand. And, and it's, it's about um, the people that I've spoken with, the people that I've explained this to, Suddenly seeing yeah. something that they've never been told before or seeing it in a way that they better understand. Yes. Yeah. Right? So there, it's not that you don't matter. It's just that there's a process. So use the process. Yeah. So Because, Michelle, I have to say, and I've, I've read your book a number of times, and, and the Abby story was um, I really wish that at the end of our trial I have walked outside that courtroom and felt empowered because I'm telling you, without the skills of someone like Michelle helping you through that process, then when you get that guilty verdict, it's so hollow. There's nothing. Like you would think or expect that you would be happy and joyous and all the rest of it, but it's so hollow. And again, if I'd had someone or we'd had someone like Michelle to empower us through that process, that, that verdict would have been a sense of empowerment versus an empty, hollow feeling of being destroyed yeah. effectively. I think the thing about That's it the is difference. It's to have the voice. It's to have the voice. Yes. To know that you had that voice and that you represented yourself and that you you yes. were heard. It's important that you yes. feel that you've been heard, that you know, yeah. and you can focus in and say, I was heard, right? Yeah. Because um, that's part of healing, Michelle, isn't it? That's very yeah, it's, it's an important, important part of healing. recognise and understand that representing yourself in a, in a way that, that you feel you know inside yourself that you've done the yeah. best that you can do and and you can be at peace with that. Mm -hmm. But where you get up, you, where, and, you know, you cry on the stand and, and Little Ab said to me, the only time I cried 
And she said, but the whole yes. courtroom was crying with me. And, and that was really yes. important, that she experienced yes. as it, not not because of me, but with yes. me. The story. She said, was yes. when I was talking about describing the damage that he did to me. Yeah. So she was actually able to describe it. It can be very difficult for someone oh, yes. who's in yeah. an emotional turmoil before they even get to court. Yeah. Um, the 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 what the the process, you know, the nerves leading up to it for for yes. for a member of the survivor family, it, it can be really yeah. really incredible. And yes, um, really tough, really tough, tough on you, mm. tough on your support. And yes. nurturing is great. Okay, it's nice to have some nurturing. Lovely. Yes. However, mm. what you really need is some solid ground that you can yes. focus in on, that you mm. can absolutely, you know, you can, this is your space. You you own it. Yes. You have the, you have yes. the solid yes. support. Yes. Because, and that's, a, you're grounded and that you can actually Step step up there and take control. Yeah. Now yeah. I think they got they got one question in and then she just kept talking, and she said, "You know uh, me, I, I don't shut up once I get started." And she said, "And I just sat yeah. there and I just told my story, and and no one interrupted me, no one." Yeah, yeah. And and then they didn't even use the evidence because the the judge uh, was more than satisfied. That she yes. had in her story, in the way in which she had been able to sit and, and talk about it and explain and take people on a journey, because this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're taking yes. people on a journey that is your story. However, yes. if you can't look at your story, if your yes. story traumatizes you, how can you share it in a way that yeah. other people can hear, can yes. feel? can see yes. and understand and make sense. Yes. And this is what's important. And this is where um, this is where we struggle yes. in a courtroom, right? Yes. So I think it's important that you make a decision. Everyone mm-hmm. makes a decision. Yeah. yeah. When I, if this happens to me, I'm going to make yeah. sure get the medical attention but I also get the forensics and then yes I can make a decision about what I want to do it's all there waiting for me to decide make a decision yeah. when you're ready to make a decision okay yeah and then when you've made your decision great if you want to really reclaim yourself and I actually said under oath and I'm going to share it with you because I think it's really important. yes please right mm. So the defence said to me, oh, you're only here because you hate him. You hate him. That's why you're doing this, because you want to hurt him. And right. I, I said to him, I said, you know, I hate what he did. I'm angry about what he did to me. Yes. Because he raped me. Yeah. And I said, I, 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 I wish he hadn't done that. I didn't want him to do that. And I have to live with that, but he is not yeah. my—he is not my priority. I am—I'm mm. not interested in him. I am yeah. not here for him. In this whole process, the only time that I've mattered, that I am heard, 
that I have any value at all yeah is is my voice right here right now and mm. I'm here right now to say that I matter that that was rape and that this is for me to empower me to help me mm. to heal yeah and I hope people understand this I did not come from a position of revenge or anger. No. I was not coming from that. Yes, I was angry of what he did. I wish he'd never done it. Yes. Right? However, I'm not sitting on that seat talking in that court to punish him. I'm there for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. there was nothing that this top QC in Australia flew from across the country for free to make yes. sure that I never set that legal precedent. Now, mm. yeah, yeah. He was unable to use the usual tactics because I had a different mindset. Ah, uh, okay. Right? And so usually... He would get someone crying and falling apart. But I was very clear. Yes. I'm not here for him. Yep. He's the problem of society. I stepped up. Absolutely. And I held him accountable. Now he's your problem. He's not anything to do with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. now responsible for me, and that's what I'm doing right now. But I'm also having mm. a voice. I'm actually having my turn to be considered. Mm. Right now. It's, it's very the only important. It it's is very, very important for you to have a, a voice. And something else right. that I've learned from having these wonderful deep conversations with Michelle is um, in our particular case, had I known certain things, I would have actually pushed for different charges than, than were laid in our case because mm. there would have been a very different outcome. So the district prosecutor wanted to try new laws in Queensland. I wish I'd said, no, I want him charged in this way on these counts versus trying some new law because, uh, and had I thought that I was empowered enough to say that, I would have absolutely and you thought had you that had conversation. Choice. Yeah. Had I thought I, I had choice. Yes. Yeah. When I was talking with my um, DPP, which is my solicitor for the Department of Public Prosecutions, who try yeah. criminal cases on behalf of the state here. So when they I do. say DPP solicitor, mm -hmm. you know who I mean. Um, yes. You know, he, he would say things to me and I would say, how dare you say that to me? Yeah. Don't you say that to yeah. me. Yeah. Right? Yes. And he said, oh, I said, No. That's not okay for you to say this to me or that, say that to, me. to me. And he yes. said to me, "Oh, you know, try not to get too upset and on, on, you know, in court." And I'm like, "Excuse me, Ooh. don't say that to me. I was raped. I can be any way I want. If I'm feeling upset, Absolutely. I'm upset. That is the truth, and I will be swearing to tell the truth, and therefore I will tell the truth. And yeah. if if you're sitting there helping uh, representing," the people of this country or the state, you know, then you you have to respect that. Absolutely. This is how I feel. And that, and mm. so does everybody else in there. I'm not, I didn't go yeah. on a picnic and I'm there to talk about a picnic, right? Yeah. So 
I did actually challenge things that I didn't think were acceptable. Um, well and, done. You know, and but but then you see, I had a different mindset. I wasn't yeah. mean to him, and he was a lovely man, no, and no. we actually yes. had a good relationship. Um, and at the end, he you know he he acknowledged that um, he'd learned a lot working with me. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it made a difference. But I've also learned so much more going yeah. through that process and helping other people who are about to go through yeah. that process that I've met at various places and I've sat them down and I've talked them through some things and we've done yeah. some. But I guess it's Band-Aid work. The work that I do can be done very quickly in terms of yes. um, this sort of um, um the, the coaching or the counselling or the, the pathway yes. in which yes. I used, it can be done very quickly. So I've done this with people. And you know what? It's it, it's taken a lot of fear away. Yes. Because all does. of a sudden they realise that no one's going to do anything to them. No. Right? It, it, because you do. You worry. What are they going to do to me? What are they going to say to me? What about this? What about that? Oh, my God. Mm. Right? Yeah. And, you know, the conversion from um, charge to prosecution of a successful verdict yes. is horrendous in this country. It's absolutely, absolutely. horrendous. For two absolutely. Reasons. It's shocking. Yep. For reason number one, a lot of people withdraw. They, they do. don't make it to court. Because of the, it's too hard. The, it's because it's too hard, yeah. and yet it's not too hard with the right mindset. If you and that is the number two. Yes. It's because the people who are in positions of authority within this domain don't yeah. actually understand us. Correct. We understand us, but they don't. And mm. it's great to have your counsellor there, a nice nurturing support. Yes. Yes. However, yes. there's only one person on that stand. And, and that's, that's you. That's us. And mm. when we when we sit there, we're representing us. And it yes. doesn't matter what happens, if we can do that, if we can if you can actually walk away and say, I said everything that I wanted to say. Yes. I, I was hurt. I controlled that space and people listened to me. Yeah. Um, It it doesn't really matter after that what that verdict's going to be. I remember Mr. Dare said to me, what do you want his sentence to be? What do you hope he gets? Yeah. Yeah. And I said to him, well, firstly, it's not, I don't win anything. There's no prize money. There's no rat. You know, it's not no, like a rat. And I right. said, I don't win anything. I no. go home and I'm the same <laughs> person I was when I got up in the morning. Um, yeah. You know, and I said, and secondly, I absolutely have no responsibility whatsoever for, <laughs> for what he gets because no sentence would be right. That's right. Because the minute he comes out of jail, if he ends up there, he will be raping someone. And so I said to him, I'm not interested in him. I'm not interested in what he gets. I'm not interested in what he doesn't get. Um, 
and I'm and I don't see that I will win or lose. I am doing this to take control to have back my voice from heard. Mm. and to say you, you did something you shouldn't have done it. It's not okay, and I'm here to take to tell it you back. it's not okay. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And I'm yeah. and I did it in such a way. It was two and a half. It was a it was a precedent case, so it was pretty full on. Yes, um, yes. And, and I had to relive all of the rapes in detail, including that one, over and over again. Um, but you know, the, the thing, it, was, Michelle. Sorry, I just that that over and over and over again. If if you have some counselling and insight into that over and over and over again process where you they will ask you your story again and again and again and again and again and if you have some help preparing you for that process as well that's equally helpful and and you coach people about that too don't you well what I do is I I actually resolve the emotion and I give them we they give themselves there's a process where you you can take resources, reshape your life, yes. change yes. The, your map of the world, change how you think, broaden your perspective, yeah. give you context, allow you to grow yes. and and acknowledge, and then to reclaim yourself, and and say, mm-hmm. okay, who's this? Who am I going to be? And put yourself back together, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have to relive something over and over again. It's not as emotionally traumatic. It's traumatic. I'm Correct. not saying it's not. I'm. I'm, I'm really Correct. not. However, um, what what it they ceases do, to have that hug on you, doesn't it? it ceases to have power over the devastation, you. Yes, devastation. Devastation yes. triggers. They. I. He couldn't trigger me. Yeah. And I was Which able to powerful thing actually explain the emotions that I felt and how they actually impacted on me and how yeah. that affected my life. Because I had yeah. I was actually um my my precedent was around the level of suffering that we victims yes. of experience and sitting in a legal yes. level. Right. Yes. So it was all about how I felt and it was all about how that impacted on my life. Um, and and it was and and how that would be a life sentence and and that yes. you know because um, we have a choice as I've always said we can be destroyed mm. or we yes. can become empowered. However, yeah. I've either said we the can life be a sentence is still the same or an empowered survivor, right? That's we right. can just live happier, but it's never going to go away. No, and. We and you have to talk about this enough. No, no, we, we can't. So we have this enough. We have to make not a new you, but we have to find an authentic you. We have to. Yeah. We have to. We have to get you back, right? Yes. The best that 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 we 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 get you back. There will be things that will be different because you now have a different understanding of life. Yes. And so you have the resources and and. And things to be able to say, having a coffee. Oh, yeah, I was raped. I can say yes. that. I can sit here and talk to you, which I have done for the you last can. Six weeks. And I can yes. share everything that I made a life out of studying 
I, yeah. I've never met an academic uh, who's actually interviewed rapists in their natural hunting ground while they're hunting. Yeah, when I read that, Michelle, I'm like, wow, that takes lots of guts to do that. But I'm really glad you did because the, in reading that, it's a powerful resource to help you understand more about these crimes. And Is that why you did it? At the time, I was trying to make sense of it. Okay. And I remember the first time I ever actually realised that I was looking at someone who, yes. who was actually hunting. And I, yeah. I, I was actually thinking, it, it, I, I just remembered it the other day. I was started thinking about it the other day and I, I was like, oh, yeah. and it was almost like it was at that time when I, uh, and I just, it was like I could smell him. There was this sort of yeah. intuitive sense that that's what yep. it was. I spent that evening, we were at a hotel, a pub, listening, you know, there was a band and there was lots of people. I just watched yeah. him. And um, then I listened out for who he was and found out more and listened mm-hmm. out again, um, asked a few questions, and sure enough, oh, yeah, 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 someone said rah, 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 someone said rah, 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 right? And um, yeah, yeah I remember that first time that I actually became aware of that. Mm. Because you're not aware until you've been through it, are you? The, the, the thing that comes out of all of the trauma of, of an assault is six cents or seven cents. You can be walking down the street and you'll just know. You just know that person walking there has evil intent yeah. and you know what their evil intent is. It's like a, it's like a superpower. Some of them are really good. Some of them, yeah, it, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just one of those things. It strikes you, doesn't it? Yeah. With the handyman, you know, he there were buttons and yes. push, and I pulled back. But then it was like, oh, okay, that you know, so okay. Um, but I had things in place with my children, and you did. Um, and it, I didn't teach them about sex. No, <laughs> I taught them. About um, bad people. What was okay and what wasn't? Yeah, and and that that made different. And we've talked about that difference. Yeah. So you know, it, it, what was interesting? Um, I've I've been putting some stuff up on LinkedIn, and I've got mm. um, put something up just recently about the the, the group that I was in um, yes. for the last time I was sexually assaulted, and. There was about 35 women in that room. Yes. Every single one of those women wanted justice for themselves. Yes. They wanted a voice. Mm-hmm. Many of them were terrified and have yes. had never told and probably never have told their families. Yes. Others, yes. others wanted it but were were scared because of the of the stories that they'd heard. Yeah. Yeah. Who went to court one of them I talk about in this book yeah about what the judge did which meant she never Mm. got a day in court yeah and I got my day in court now the difference between this beautiful person and myself really was that I was able to build the bridge 
because I had a different mindset. At the yeah. end of the day, the judge could not deal with her trauma. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't have had yeah. a right to interfere and she, she is a member of a society, so guess what? You know, you have to deal with it because yeah. um, we all have to deal with it, right? She yeah. didn't. She made life easy on herself. Didn't allow that to proceed. Yeah. yeah. I made it to court. And I'm one of 4% of people, perhaps. What's she going to say? Very minimal amount of uh, Family, the, the survive, our survivor family, if you're a survivor yeah. out there. Actually go to court. We're not a majority. We're not even, we're not no. even a 50 representation. No. In no. that, in that uh, last article I, I posted, I said if people really came forward and reported and said I want to go to court, it would horrify people to understand how Absolutely. bad it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, you know, scary. So, Michelle, even just talking to my daughter's group of 25, 30-year-olds, the number of times those girls have talked about inappropriate touching, uh, oh. drunken forays, drug, drink, drink spiking, uh, just the manner of bad behaviour, none of those things have gone anywhere near a court, which gives you some indication of how massive this problem is around women and assault. And and that's not to say that it doesn't happen to men, but I'm talking about the majority of the crimes are against women. It is. So, like, in the book, I deconstruct two sexual assaults. Yeah, and those those people that very bravely stepped up publicly to put their story out there, yeah. one on video, one in a newspaper, both of them yeah. said, "I wasn't raped." They questioned, "Was I raped or not?" Yeah, and they think they when were. very clearly they were. When extremely clearly, and I explain that when I deconstructed, I explain. Yes, you do how those people how that how that happened. To create that doubt. Part of that is mm. the skill set of predators. The other part of yes. that is lack of society. Ignorance. Yes. We don't teach it to our children uh, and because we don't know ourselves. Well, those of us who don't know, don't know. Those are, a lot of people mm. who've been raped or sexually assaulted, if yes. they don't deal with it and own it, and, and, and unfortunately there is only a few of these it, 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 uh, the majority try to bury it. Don't speak publicly or talk or ever talk about it, ever. That's okay. I understand. Um, mm. I, I do understand because throughout my life I've talked about it and people have resented me for it, right? So I yes, do understand. Same. However, yeah. it is a problem and it is part of life. It's like yeah. whether or not you get braces. It's like losing yeah. your teeth. Uh, it's like yeah. everything else. It's a part yeah. of life. It's going to happen. But we, we need could to own it to control it and to yeah. be able to better deal with it. If we don't Correct. look at, it. someone said to me, "Oh, oh um, I, I, that's not the sort of thing that I talk about." And and yeah, I want to get, share something with you here, and and I I think that it will be a big pill to swallow. 
Yeah. Okay. Imagine four chairs. Yeah. Chairs in an empty room. I don't know if I've done this before. Sitting on one chair, on one chair, is our survivor family. Everyone yes. was sexually assaulted. The chair mm. next to them is everyone who is speaking up, who has tried to, to make changes, who has tried to be heard, who has in some yes. way been an advocate. Whether I'm an advocate or just been there for people in their community and said, yes. hey, I was raped, I understand, you know, and been, been supportive. Yeah. Then yeah. there's those people who they don't talk about that sort of thing. That's not Ever. The sort of they would read or that they would yeah. know about. Don't and speak then, up. Don't say anything. Stay in a corner. Be quiet. Then there's the sexual predators. Yeah. So I want you to just imagine a line. I want you to draw the line down between the advocate chair and the people who yes. don't, who are basically, you know, Violent. not going to listen to that. Not, I'm going to look. I look away. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now take the survive. Take the survivor family and move their chair over here. Yeah. Because even though we have. Too much of a burden, we have a knowledge. Mm. And in a way, by not sharing that, we're kind of supporting the rapist. Absolutely. Right? You're allowing them to get away with it. Right. Now, for me, having been in this chair, I'm I sit in this first chair, you know, yes. I, I look back and I say. I was always speaking up um, and I've, I've always tried to work with people. Um, yes. Right. Um, but perhaps if I'd written the book sooner, there'd be people that maybe would still be here or maybe would yes. be a member of our family, right? Yes. So we all have a choice. The minute we um, become more aware, and that's why I'm out here talking to people. Um, yes. The minute we do... We must realise that we now have the power to protect mm. ourselves and our loved ones and yeah. to be able to step up and change change sexual assault culture from, absolutely, oh, oh, gee, you know, to, yeah, let's have a chat about this. Yes. It really Wait. needs to be time now that we say this is enough. When we think about our children and their children, we have to say, yes. at what point do we want things to be different? Yeah. yeah. And, and the other yeah. thing is that we are, we are very isolated and yet we are a mm -hmm. huge family. Survivors of huge. sexual assault are a huge family. They and are. unfortunately... A lot of people who are sexually assaulted as children end up in domestic violence situations. Yes. I shared a story with you with someone who was about to marry a, a sexual predator who was a pedophile. Yep. Um, yep. And she ended up in a domestic violence situation for her yes. next relationship. The trauma that we experience, whether it's directly or indirectly, around the subject is so extreme yeah. that... It, it's, it is outside of our ability to be aware of it. Yeah. 
And it's important so that we have it as part of our ability as a society to be aware of it and to, to therefore change the way things are at the moment it is important that we start talking and that's Absolutely. why space is important and that's why I wrote this. It's a safe yeah. space for anyone and everyone. Yeah. And um, I included court at the end because it's kind of like, well, not the very end, but near the end because it is really, yeah. it is really where we can begin to make a huge change because it doesn't matter how much it doesn't matter how much evidence you have or how many people believe you mm-hmm. truth is the truth it matters yes. that you're on yes yeah i will always be there for anyone who wants to step up and yes. say hey i i want to be heard this was not yeah. okay and i i want I want to step up for me. Yeah. And I can work Michelle, with those. However, in our uh, last Yep, sorry. Sorry. In our last in our last 4 minutes, I really want to focus on four Angel minutes. Insight Coaching, which <laughs> yes, last 4 minutes. I want to focus on Angel Insight Coaching because that's what you're passionate about now is helping victims of assault, whatever that looks like to take back their lives and be empowered. So I'd really like you to quickly talk about some of the ways that you use Angel Insight to help the people that work with you. Okay, so like I said before, we don't always, um, you know, have have a, okay, here's this plan. You can be this, this, yes. this or this, right? So if you were to come to Yours me. individualised. Yeah. I've been sexually assaulted and um, I'm struggling. Okay, great. So where do we want to go from here? So I I sit down with people, we have a free chat, and we look at what is most difficult in your life right now. Yeah. And then we look at where you want to be in the future and we, we make a plan, right? And... And we can just keep, we, we, we can say, okay, I want, I just want to stop this, this and this. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And we can do that. And then you might say, oh, you know, we, we will start to set some goals once you know what they are. Yes. Right? Yeah. Now, some people say to me, oh, yeah, I, don't, I want to keep going. And I'm like, yep, okay. We can look at every single aspect of your life. Or we can just focus on triggers. We start out focusing on the things that are right now causing you a problem because what we need to understand here is that the way in which we work is that we might have desires or we want to try something, we want to do something, and we we end up having difficulties and struggles because we need to be at our filing cabinet, right? And we need to have a different lot Mm. of decisions and a different, different way of doing things. So we keep... We keep having these things happen until we deal with them. Now, we might better bury yeah. them deep in that filing cabinet, but at some point, they're going to come back, right? Yeah. They are going to hold They can't you stay back. buried. No, but mm. they're also going to hold you back and prevent you from achieving yeah. the things you want. So you're always at yeah. war with yourself. You're not at peace yeah. with yourself, right? So 
we look at what is it that you want right now and and as we move forward, what is it you want? So someone might work with me for yeah. 12 weeks. Someone might work with me for, for, for six months, right? It depends mm. on. It's very individual. That's right. And we might, we might start off um, every week and then move mm. to fortnightly because there is a time yeah. where people don't need me anymore yeah. because they've got it. They've got it right and, and that's your in. aim michelle that michelle's is my aim is always to have an outcome she doesn't want you to keep coming back, back. she wants you to get on with your best life i want you to be like little abs i want yeah. you to reclaim your life reclaim yourself mm-hmm. to be able to set boundaries to be respected yes. to yes. to have a life where you feel that you can fit into it and to not be, yeah. not be running from yourself. All yeah, the time not be triggered. And, and not be afraid all the time. Yeah. Having peace. Yeah. yeah, having peace, yeah. right? And not, not beating yourself up all the time over every single thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we do. We look at Michelle. I I think that that is just the most beautiful spot to stop for today's um, interview. I encourage you if you're listening to the show tonight or today and you're struggling with an assault, um, a sexual assault, and you just want some help, I really encourage you to reach out to Michelle. She's on all socials. Her company is called Angel Insight Coaching and I can tell you that this girl will help you because she walks and has walked and she talks the talk. So she's been there, done that. She's got an intimate knowledge and understanding of of these crimes, what happens to you and your mind, and she can help you get to the other side. So that's Angel Insight Coaching. For those of you that missed that, if you're driving whilst you're listening to this, jump on a radiotony.com, look under my co-host and you'll find all of Michelle's information. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for being such an open, wonderful person in talking about sexual insight. Congratulations on your best-selling book, Insight. And I look forward to working with you again in the future and having further discussions around this incredibly important subject. That, my friends, is our lot for this evening. Michelle, thank you so much for being on this uh, show today. People get out and buy a copy of Michelle's book, Insight. It has wonderful insights. They're really good. It's so easy to read and understand. It's a resource book. If you're struggling, grab the book and then reach out to Michelle because she will be able to help you. All right, guys, that's our lot for this week. Michelle, once again, what a divine pleasure to have you on the show and to do this series of shows with you. Um, I look forward to catching up with everyone in our show later this week. But that's our lot for now. Thank you so much, Michelle. Bye for now. I'm your host, Tony Lontis.